Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 165 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, your lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm with my very good friend, your media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Happy New Year, Happy everybody. Happy New Year. Woo-hoo. Um, Yeah, so New Year, New You. And, yeah. <laughs> Same one I've been working on the last year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's New Year. We took a little um, break um, since our Christmas episode, since episode 164, and um, we're back at it. So uh, we've had our Christmas Eve services, and um, we've had uh, our Covenant Renewal service, and we had our favorite team Sunday this past week, Woo-hoo! which was really fun. I thought it a lot was. of people... Um, Everyone seemed to be really kind of excited to be a part yeah. of it. And then the, the the few the 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 several not few several families were like uh because they were like this is our first time here. Yeah. Or, there was a lot of new so, faces. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah, sorry about that. Or as I like to say, back of heads. <laughs> hey, there's a new hairstyle I haven't seen before. Exactly. On a new head. There's a new side beard. <laughs> Uh, you went on a little, on a little adventure with your wife. Yeah. We went on a cruise. Yeah. And I, here's what I said when you got back. It's like, Hey, how was it? He's like, well, uh, it was good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't Carnival's fault. We got, we were battling all the crud before yes, we went. Yes. That everyone had. Yeah. And then we just kind of been battling being sick and all bef- since then. Mm-hmm. I thought about it for a day and a half about um, being sick. And then I was like, no. I mean, really, on Saturday, I thought I was going to have to call Justin and say, "You, here are my notes. I oh, you might really? need to do this. And then I took a nap and woke up, and I felt fine. So oh, man. <clears throat> I don't know what. Yeah, so it was really weird. Um, but, yeah, so you guys had a great Christmas yeah. and everything. The girls had mm-hmm. a good, good, wonderful experience. Yep. Uh, they, uh, uh, they got way too many toys. <laughs> Yep, yep. Um they got toy boxes for all the said toys that I was lucky enough to finish. Yeah. And was able to. Yeah. So but they were really they were really nice. Your yeah, dad did some He did an amazing was, job yeah. on them. Yeah, that's amazing. Um yeah, we stayed here. We uh you know, did stuff with family and, and friends and um yeah. Kinda yeah. kinda low key Christmas. I didn't mind it at all. No. I mean I missed going home to Oklahoma, but you know we'll, You got a Trip plan to Oklahoma anytime not yet, soon? But I need to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then everybody gets nuts about you not coming back. <laughs> no. Just you and Kristen, I think. <laughs> well, you send us Zillow ads. <laughs> well, I like to just, you know, mess with you. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what else do you have that's going on? Anything? Well, um, we've got two events coming up that I'm pretty heavily involved in. <laughs> yes. As opposed to normal my normal involvement. And if they can only be closer together. No, I don't think they can. I be. mean, with the exception of Kristen and the VBS slash middle school mission week that are the same exact time frame. Yeah. This is probably the next closest. I don't know. Justin and back to school and Dean and Jesus's life is a lot too. But yeah, yeah this 
Yeah, what do you got? Uh, so we have the father-daughter dance on February 9th and 10th. Our first ever yeah, father-daughter weekend. Yeah. yeah Friday so night, Saturday night. We're excited about that. I am DJing on Saturday night. Uh, Excellent. Justin's going to DJ on Friday night. That way both of us can take our daughters to the dance. That's That works out well. Yep. yep. And then either on Ash Wednesday or the next day, which mm-hmm. is the Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. um... After that, it is uh, we leave for the Nicaragua mission trip. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. super excited about that. Yeah. How many folks do you have on the team? Uh, including me, 11. Okay. So we're sending 11 folks out, which is fantastic. Um, and we're going to have a commissioning service on uh, the 11th uh, mm-hmm. for the team. Yep. And uh, to to... Pray for all of you all and send you out, and um, it's going to be good. So. It's, it's going to be really excited. Do you have your passport? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. You probably needed it to go on your cruise, didn't you? No, you take a birth certificate. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you're going like 10 miles out of the country, you just use Oh, birth gotcha. Is it Bahamas? Yeah. The trip? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know that that trip's going to be fantastic, and um, and I say trip. I mean, it's a ministry, but I'm, I'm excited you guys are going and um, looking forward to hearing well, it's also the first of that as well for adult. Yeah, it's our first trip. ever adult mission trip yeah. that we're sending a team out. And it's actually the because uh, we've both been here longer than the church has been here. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I've been with attached to the porch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fantastic. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I I looking forward to hearing about it and seeing the all the pictures and everything. Which on Sunday twenty the twenty fifth. Of February, we're going to do like a highlight kind of yes. deal. Yes, yep, that's going to be cool. It's going to be cool, and it's going to fit right into what we're doing and into our conversation that we're having because we are uh, starting a new series this Sunday, and I'm um, we are. I kind of gave the pre, like the pre before game locker room speech on Sunday as far as um, our favorite team day and really talking about the invitation. Yeah. I named the season that we're in as the porch, and that is a season of invitation. That's, yes. that's where and, we are. And if you hadn't yet, please go back and listen to the favorite team day sermon mm-hmm. because it is it it really is an introduction onto what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Yep, January 7th um, for that. And so... <laughs> Excuse um, me, y'all. You're, you're good. You got the crud. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did see a... Um, a real story, I don't know what, but um, it was a guy like at Target, and he was like, and he had it just on his face, but you could tell he was in a store, and he goes, just in case you were wondering who is sick in, uh, you know, who all is sick, and then he panned back, and he showed um, the medicine uh shelves at empty. Target, and they were practically empty. He's like, all of America. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. I think I've been on Mucinex for like 14 days. Yeah, and they're like, a, hey, if you have to take this more than three days. Go to the doctor. <laughs> Idiot? No, that's right. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I, was, I don't know why I threw that in. Um, You've been wanting to call me that for a while. <laughs> I mean, normally I just keep it inside. Yeah. But it just, it's 
fuck out. So yeah, so we're talking about uh, invitation, and that's really a theme. And we're starting a new series this Sunday because you listen to the one sixty seven. You get to find out first. But the name of this series is called Balo. Yes, Balo, which is uh, Balo, and then like you know the invitation is what it means. It's Balo is Greek for um, to cast, like you're casting a net. Um, it's a fishing type idea, mm-hmm. but it's it's so it's a play on our 2023 word and focus of gathering, which we ha- used a net as a as an image for that, kind of gathering up and holding us together. And now we're looking at at inviting, and so uh, we're going to be starting the series, and it's going to spend primarily in the New Testament, um, a lot of the Gospels and a little bit of the epistles, but. Um, we're going to look at um, some of the specific invitations that we have seen Jesus offer and how we in turn then, first of all, we receive it, but then how we can live that out as well. So that's kind of where we're going. I'm very excited about yes. it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And and in the midst of that, and I didn't put that um, this in my notes, but I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, what we have done, and we didn't create anything extra, but I did look at our calendar of, of the next several months of, you know, from, from now until, you know, Easter especially, and looked at all of the this different opportunities that we have to invite someone to come to church or to come and engage with church because that is where, um, that's where transformation happens is in those relationships and conversations. Um, Jesus, when he was first engaging with his soon-to-be disciples, mm-hmm. when they were like, hey, what? where are you staying? Where do you live? He, he was like, come and see. And so the very beginning invitation that Jesus had was just come and see. Just come and, come and spend time with me. And the church is the perfect place for that to happen for people. Right. Whether you're talking like the church as far as community groups as a church or coming to worship services or ministries or events that the church hosts, um, come and see. And yeah. that's that's a real thing. And sometimes people want to, um, I don't know, maybe maybe people who assume they're more spiritually mature or whatever might think, well, no, you don't want to, you don't just want to invite someone to some events. And, and that's right. Um, but you look, I'll show you some st- statistics in a minute of, of the importance of the invitation that I think is really important. So we want to invite. And balo is the Greek word to cast, which is where we get what we're doing. We're casting. We're we're sharing Jesus. Um, so people are going to learn a Greek word and um, excited about that. Yeah. So always, always learn a new word. So um, here's, uh, I, if you follow me or actually uh, the church, because you shared it too, but I, I posted something this morning um, because I was thinking about this, I was working on the message, I was thinking about what you and I were going to talk about today, and mm-hmm. and I, I, I said this, if you made a New Year's resolution, like, you know, you've determined to be more plugged into church, to be more present, to be more involved in 2024, that oh, is... It's hard to get that straight. 20, sorry. Yeah, right. That's, that's I, I mean, I say fantastic to that, to that resolution or determination that you want to be more plugged in. I mean, we had tons of people in worship on Sunday. So, I mean, there was a lot of people back. But if that's your resolution, if that's a determination, maybe you haven't even actually, like, 
put all those thoughts into your mind, but now by me saying it, you're going, yeah, that's a good one to have. I would like to suggest what I would say is a surefire way to help you stick to that kind of a resolution or determination. And that is for you to invite someone to come with you each week to worship. Yeah. Okay. And that's just, that's just one example. I was saying there are so many things when we looked at the calendar that's, that's coming up that are Mm -hmm. going to be opportunities. You already mentioned the father daughter dance. Um, There's all these opportunities that I'll tag on here at the end of opportunities to invite people to come and see. Yeah. Which is what Jesus said. So here's your surefire way to help you stick to your resolution. Invite someone to come with you each week, because if you're inviting someone, you're there to meet them or you're, you're, you're meeting them before you're picking them up, whatever you're there to meet them. You're there to greet them, to sit with them, to introduce some other people. Mm-hmm. And then I offered three facts in my post this morning. I said, one, Jesus tells us to invite others Two, um, scripture in the book of acts tells us to not neglect meeting together. Right. And three, we do both when we invite someone to church with us. Yeah. So we're living those out. So, uh-huh. um, you know, I invite, invite, um, you know, let I want to talk about a couple of things that are coming up. So um, we have um, in, uh, well, of course, I mentioned, like, we, we have worship every Sunday, right? Right. We've got our community groups that meet. You guys are kicking back off tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, which well, you'll hear, yeah. Yeah. This, this week they have yesterday. kicked off. Yeah. Um, of course, our students meet on Sunday nights. My, my community group meets on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, there are these opportunities. We're going to have a women's ministry event. We're going to have a men's ministry event. We've got Porch Kids Sunday, Sometime. Child Dedication. It's on Palm Sunday. Yeah. So that's coming. Unipalm Formation. Um, yep. Uh, Ash Wednesday service, the father-daughter dances we've mentioned, Easter services, you know, our college ministry meets. I mean, there's just all these. We're going to have a, a worship and prayer night. We have not scheduled that yet, but we are going to have it. So it's like there are these opportunities, and that's just here on the campus. But yeah. I just wanted to highlight those because those are opportunities for people to come and see. Mm-hmm. And that's a Jesus thing. That's not a, hey, come and look at us or like us. or It's a come and see. And so... Part of the responsibility I feel is if I'm going to tell our congregation, hey, be people who invite, that we also, it's also important for us to say, and here are some things you can invite them to experience. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Um, And and that's so great because all those are alongside the Sunday morning at 1030 because Mm -hmm. showing up to church is a great first step. Yeah. But it can only be the first step. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. not the end all be all to be there on Sunday morning. Right. To truly be plugged into the church. Yeah. 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 I think you, you're going to make, um, you know, there's Sunday morning of all the other things that go on in the life of the church is the one that where you can be the most anonymous. Yeah. Um, and that's safe for some people. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, sometimes people need that little bit of cushion. Um, maybe because of other stuff that's gone on before. Um, but to really engage and, and to know people and to build relationships. And, you know, um, when when life gets hard, when, when you have a loss in your personal life, a, a, yeah. a parent passes away or a, or a significant event happens that just 
crumbles you. Um, I've seen this time and time again. You've seen it with me. Yes, where com- yeah. the community group and and those that you have close relationship with, maybe they don't happen to meet with you on a Wednesday night, but yeah. they you those are the people that lift you up and carry you. Yeah, I mean, that's the church. Yes, it is. And And on the flip side, I've said I've seen this time and time again. I've seen where those that you've built relationship with pick you up, but I've also seen where people have have not had that. Um, they've they've had the un, uh, I don't want to say the anonymous experience, but they they haven't gone beyond just attending, and so it makes it really hard that when life happens, and I've seen people go, oh well, that kind of stinks, you know, or I expected more, or maybe they've heard stories and over and over again of people of how those came alongside of them and there was this expectation, but there was no investment on their part. And I don't want to, I didn't intend to get into that, but, but the, but like you said, the invitation is wonderful to come and see on a Sunday morning, but the invitation goes way beyond that. And that, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. From Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he didn't say, Hey, now that you came and sat on this hillside with me and heard me teach on the Beatitudes, Everything's fine, and we don't really have to spend time together anymore. No. no. <laughs> um, so there's a call to that. So mm-hmm. this invitation. Um, I, speaking of TikToks, mm-hmm. uh, I end up on church TikTok a lot. <laughs> yep. Yep. And um, one of the videos was it, it was a funny it was a funny video basically saying exactly what we're saying. Um, it was this grumpy middle-aged white dude. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I have no friends at church. <laughs> and then it cuts to also me at church. Pastor says, amen. And he's the first one out the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to be in a community group? No. Would you like to be on a surf team? No. <laughs> I don't know why no one, why I can't have community at church. <laughs> it, it It's very like, that's funny. To well, laugh you get at. here at 1031 and you leave at, as the first syllable of amen is, is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> and and that is an extreme, but is it really? I mean, it's, it, yeah, yeah. You know? I've seen it. And yeah. that's fine for a minute or two mm-hmm. in your faith journey. Mm-hmm. But it, it... You were it, just, you were, it, it was intended for you to experience more. Yeah. And um, you're, you're cheating yourself if you're mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Um, and then, so, and the invitation to come and see is mm-hmm. the invitation to come come and see what a Christ centered life is, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a Christ centered a minute and twenty minute and forty five mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. And this is one of the things I said Sunday is kind of the the lead up to the series is the invite is the win on our part. Yep. For someone who's going, okay, I hear you say I'm supposed to invite, here, you know, I'm supposed to offer the come and see, you know, here are these opportunities. For us, the the, the end goal is the invite. Mm-hmm. We don't save people. Right. We do not save people. We invite people. And then we trust the Holy Spirit to do everything else. Now, we have a responsibility here on staff. Um, I have a responsibility in, in uh, uh, writing and putting together messages um, we have a responsibility, you know, Justin with the students, you know, uh, Kristen with middle school and, and kids and all of us in the information, in what we share and yeah. what we put out there. Um, we have a responsibility as, as the pastoral staff to, to, um, assist and to teach. And, but even so, mm-hmm. even with the, the best efforts in that, we don't, we don't save people. 
No. And so for the the average churchgoer who's going, all right, I'm supposed to invite, I, I, then what? No, you just keep inviting. Yeah. Just keep inviting. Keep, keep saying, hey, come and see. Like, keep inviting, you know, and then see if those relationships, some will develop, some won't. Some might be just someone you invite to church. They come to church, they stay, or they come and they go, eh, not for me. And, you know, but that you invite. Yeah. You know, one of the thoughts was um, imagine inviting someone, a different person to come to church every day between now and Easter. Uh, as of the past Sunday, I said there's 12 weeks till Easter. So that's that just Sunday worship. That's 12. Opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. individual invitations. Yeah. Um, so now we're sitting at 11, you know, just for Sunday. So I'm not talking about all the other things I mentioned. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you've got friends. You've, mm-hmm. got, you've got dude friends with daughters that you could be like, hey, come to the dance. And that's such a super easy ask because that's, no yeah. one wants to go by themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's, Especially father-daughter dance because the girls end up twirling around on the floor and the guys kind of stand along the side and... Yeah. And talk and smile and then every now and then dance. And yeah, I've I've gone every year with church people to mm-hmm. the father-daughter dance. And now our church people are going to host the father-daughter dance. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm it's I'm looking forward to that. I'm lo- I'm going to help. I'm going to be in the background and help with stuff and clean up. I mean, Saturday night of of the dance, we're going to have a quick turnaround to yeah. to set for Sunday morning, so, yeah. which is cool. We And I already have, like, a community group's already said they want to help. Nice. Some other people, so that's exciting. Um, so, yeah, the invite is the win. It shouldn't be a, a such a, a hang-up for us. Uh, we'll we'll do our part. We Like I said Sunday, we trust the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit's going to do. Um, but we need to understand Jesus told us to invite. And, yeah. and the Holy Spirit has equipped us to invite. So it's not like we're on our own in regard to that. Um, I was looking at my notes. I was sitting here looking, going, why am I not tracking with what I'm... I mean, I'm tracking with what I'm saying, but I'm like, I didn't know I put these in my notes. I was looking at our message for <laughs> Sunday. So, I was like, none hey. of this is in here. So yeah, there you go. You'll get some of that more. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. What you do in response... This is This is huge. Um, and I'm pretty sure this quote is a it's a a hijacked version of something I read in um, Blackaby and King's study, Experiencing God, Henry Blackaby. Um, but it's so I want to give credit where credit's due, but I'm sure I'm rewarding this. But what you do in response to God calling you to invite, which, by the way, is evangelism. Yeah. Evangelism is inviting people. Mm-hmm. What you do in response to God calling you to invite is it, it reveals what you believe about God. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What you do in response to God calling you to invite reveals what you believe about God. That's, you know, like... I mean, I don't know if this is a good example or not, but you go to a restaurant and and it's it's dirty, the service is horrible, the food is disgusting. You're not going to tell anybody. Are you invite? You're going to tell people, but it's going to be that this place is horrible. Don't go. Well, back. you're not going to tell people to right. go. You're not going to invite someone to come back with you. Hey, I went to this disgusting place last week. Got a smidge of food poisoning. I'm going back Tuesday. You want to go with me? We don't do that. No. Nah. But here's the deal. For a lot of Christians, they don't invite people to come to church. 
Is it because their experience is so horrible that they don't? No. Or is it, I mean, I could say for some, they're probably going to go, yeah, it kind of is. I wouldn't want to invite my friends here or whatever. But by and large, I think there's a, there's a disconnect between I want to be at church. I want to, you know, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm investing, I have my community, I have this, but I'm not inviting. Why is the disconnect there? Because I do think it, as Blackaby says, it reveals what we believe about God. Yeah. I I, I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. If you're going to something regularly yeah, and you're not willing to invite someone, why are you going there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you're not willing to share it, you don't like it that much, right? And I and I and I think to even carry that point a little bit further, and this is where I think maybe a lot of us get get stuck, is after a period of time we start to go, oh well, the people I would invite are the people that are already here. Yeah, that's an easy out. Right, and it's a small pond mentality. Yeah, it's a, it's a, um, this is you know I can't do anymore. You know, everyone in my circle is already here. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a, I think it was a sociological study and, and it ended up like psychologically being picked up too. I'm pretty sure it's called Dunbar's numbers, I think is the term. And basically it was, and I know a lot of pastors have, have used this through the years or church, you know, thinkers, but it was basically that, um, the average human, can only have about 150 relationships, like friendships. Like real? Like that they know the person, that they can keep up. And I'm like, gosh, that's... I don't know if I have that many. You do. Not real ones. Well, I don't know what defines real versus... And, of course, this this study was done long before social media was even a thing. Yeah. I mean, there was social and then there was media, but they weren't connected yet. (laughs) Yeah. They weren't Um, the same thing. Yeah. So, um, but but it's interesting because the the premise is there, there could be a cap, but you just pointed out what I was trying to say, which is how many of us are are hitting that cap, you know, how many of us are going, I can't, I can't take any more friends. Now, not, I didn't ask whether you want to have any more new friendships or relations or connections. I didn't ask that question because that's where I fall back is, no, I'm good. But the question is, are, do you have the capacity for more connection and relationship with people? And it doesn't have to be a new best friend. No. It doesn't have to be someone who you're going to invite into your home on a consistent basis. But it's just talking about invitation. Jesus said, come and see. Yeah. When you go back to that quote of what we do in response to God calling us to invite reveals what we believe about God, that to me is, and I don't mean it's a surface level statement, it's a deep statement, but it can be applied pretty surface level. Oh yeah. Because when it talks about what I reveal, it reveals what I believe about God. My first thought was, okay, so I'm talking to a person. Maybe it's the, it's the same person I see at the, at the drive through or at, you know, Aldi or whatever it is, you know, the, some, the person that you, you just see there, there's a lady uh, named Tamika that I see a couple of times a week at, um, Fresh Mamas. It used to be Blumpy. 
mm-hmm. is I go in there and get my salad, right? Yeah. And so I finally asked her name. When I got in my car, I put her name in my notes in my phone because I wanted to remember it. And, of course, how a lot of us are, as soon as I wrote it down, I haven't had to look at it again because I'm like, that's Tamika because I wrote it down. Yeah. You know. And so I was like, hey, how was Christmas and everything? I haven't gotten to the point of invite. I don't know if she has a church yet. I'm getting there. I'm going to have lunch there today as soon as we're done here. But um, point being, if I believe that God is a God of love and yeah. he has sent Jesus Christ to save humanity, then I need to have a heart to say to Tamika, um, do you have a, a church home? Are you, you know, kind of begin to have those conversations. Yeah. To, to ascertain, like, where, where is she on her spiritual journey? And if she doesn't, I want to be like, hey, I would love to invite you. You know, because she, when I came in uh, last, whenever it was, the last time I was in there, she was like, hey, thanks for sharing your post. You know, you tagged us. We saw it. Thank you. I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, if I'm going to do that, like, why not go the next step and be like, hey, you know, I shared about, I would love for you to come check out our church. Yeah. I mean. And be a part of that. Yeah. And that reveals what that should reveal my heart. My point being, I know I'm kind of rattling on. Are there people that we engage with, even on a very surface level, and we don't stop and go, God loves them. Mm. God wants to make himself known to them. You know? But we're willing to tell them about a BOGO wing special. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, think about the. The invitations that we do send out, yeah, that we might not call an invitation, but that's exactly what it is. How pa- passionate you are for that, yeah, salad. Yep. Are you as passionate <laughs> about bringing people to Christ? Yeah. Oh man, or, you're or, convicting me. But or, yeah, it's a good salad. But it's how good that salad is. Is is it how good what you're receiving from Christ? Mm, mm-hmm. Right. And it, the answer is it's better. Yes, yes, yes. But are you telling people right about Christ as mm-hmm. much as you are about that a salad? salad or a or anything, anything. <laughs> like that? That's anything? The, yeah. The most passionate thing you receive. Uh huh. Are you as passionate about what you receive from Christ? Yeah, yeah. And I think if you call yourself a Christian, that should be a question that you ask yourself. And if you get a little prickly about that. First of all, if you get prickly at us for asking it, it's not us that that you should be prickly at. That's a that's a Holy Spirit thing. But we need to ask that of ourselves because um, what are we excited about that it has no eternal value? It might be wonderful in the here and now, but and I'm not even saying stop being excited about that. But please, 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 don't tell me you cannot be a person who offers invitation to come and see as yeah. we are commanded to do. Um, we're commanded to make disciples. We're, we're told to go. We're told to speak the truth in love. We're told to do all these things. These are all these little uh, snippets of invitation. Um, please don't tell me you cannot and then go and promote and, and share and be excited about so many other things if you call yourself a Christian, like we can't do that. It, it, that's not consistent. Um, and if you've got hangups about it, if you've got hangups about, you don't want to invite someone to a particular, you know, to our church, if that's where, you know, or a church you go to like work that out, figure that out. But if you're a believer, 
one, you need to be in church, and two, you need to be inviting people to be a part, to experience God, and some of that happens in church. Yep. So, And if you're in a church where you're not willing to invite someone, go find a different church. Mm-hmm. I mean, 100%. If you're not willing to tell someone about something that is giving hmm. life-altering hmm. information and life change, but you're willing to receive it, but it's not good enough for your friends group, Go somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah, and well, I would say that that's a yeah. Gosh, that's. I mean, before I you. you before you even start evaluating yourself, mm-hmm. go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's a quick way to not even have to examine yourself. <laughs> Be like, I don't want to do that. I'm gone. Yeah, do right. that. Right. And then when when you find out that oh, it's the same thing here. Well, I'll go somewhere else. It's the same thing there. Now you have to evaluate yourself. Mm-hmm. So think. So I want to repeat that that statement from um, Blackaby. What you do in response to God's calling, what you do in response to God's calling you to invite reveals what you believe about God. We are part of this process. God is inviting us, which means we should be inviting on His behalf. We're the body of Christ. We're we are His His uh, hands and feet. We are His mouthpiece on this earth. And we do make the invitation more difficult than it really ought to be. Yeah. Here's a couple of statistics I want to share with you. This is you want this is why do people come to church? Why do people come to Christ? Here we go. This is from the American Institute of Church Growth. They polled over ten thousand churchgoers, asking them a simple question: What was responsible for you coming to Christ and your coming to church? Seventy-nine percent said. A friend or a relative invited me. Mm. Now, in those numbers, yeah. I don't have them here in the notes, but six percent only six percent said they liked the pastor. So I was like, "Hey, that's good. That's that's good, humbling statistics right there." Um, but it was eighty percent said a friend or a relative invited me. Very interesting, Josh. In those statistics, um, <clears throat> it was less than it was three percent or less of like a special, like evangelistic, like, you know, air quotes, revival. Yeah. Less than 3% said, that's why I came. It 79% said a friend or a relative invited me. That's where it is. And then you go further into this, 95% of people who they were polled uh, say that their conversion, that their conversion experience Mm -hmm. came out of an invitation from somebody. Wow. So, you know, there's, it wasn't like, I mean, there was no like, there's no conversions in a vacuum. It's like, we are called to do this. You know, I've shared numerous times, you know, I had an invitation from a friend, yeah. you know, but that invitation was a, it was a long, it was, it wasn't like a one-time thing. It was like conversation and sharing meals and hanging out and, and like that turned into, but that was a, a long game invitation. Yeah. So, and that's interesting because the 5%, mm-hmm. only 5% of conversions are the people that grew up in the church. I mean, and even then, if you really got down to the nitty gritty, you'd probably find there was invitation there, either from the pastor or their Sunday school teacher or, you know, their parents. I mean, because the invitation, like I said, it's there all the time, whether we put the name to it invitation or not. or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you... uh I think this is a good statement to make, but I know that it kind of rubs up against uh, your your role. People are waiting for a personal invitation, not posted information, but a personal invitation. 
And I know that's something that you have said that you you try to balance mm-hmm. in your role, if you want to speak to that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, people have to know what's going on in the church. Exactly. Like, that's just... The opportunities you have to invite. Yeah, because if um, Steve doesn't know that we're doing a father-daughter dance, he can't invite right. his friend to come to the father-daughter dance with him. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that. But I'll tell you this. Uh, people don't mm-hmm. walk through the door because of a post I make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what what will get them to walk through the door? Actually, mm-hmm. advertisements never do anything. Mm-hmm. Imitations of friends mm-hmm. that are already plugged in. Yep. And the gospel being presented mm-hmm. through posts. Yep. That that's the only thing on social media that matters. Right. Right. It's for people that are already plugged in to gather information, mm-hmm. and for people that aren't plugged in. To re- to uh, experience get that personal invitation, yeah. Experience the gospel. Mm-hmm. That that is the you know, of course, I'd love for the post to be what gets people to come in, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not putting informational posts for people to walk through the door for the first right. time because right. that's too hard from <laughs> yeah. a social media standpoint. Yep, for sure. Uh, but what I am presenting to to people that haven't walked through the door is presentations of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And then so the information that's on the social media is there for people that are already plugged in to know and to make the invitation. Mm-hmm. Which I think... yeah, I, That's what that share button is. There you go. And that's the important part. I mean, and I, I so, don't want... Yeah, go ahead. So I would say, like, this is a cheesy plug, but that's why the like and share button is so important on your church's social media, whether it's yeah. here at the porch or mm-hmm. whatever church you go to, mm-hmm. because that is that is a form of invitation. Just, it is. Just from the little effort that it takes. It, for and sure. it is very crucial because you don't know whose timeline that that's going to affect that to actually show up on. Oh, yeah. Because you have so many friends, mm-hmm. and that's an air quote, that will see stuff that you share. Yeah, I, I saw one of uh, one of our stat reports from last week, and it was like seven thousand, almost eight thousand. Yeah, engagements. Yeah, be, and that was simply from that was from sharing. Yeah, liking and sharing. Yeah, it is. Like personally, I would love for you to add that as part of your message for the invitation. Mm-hmm. Is that that is actually such an important part of invitation in 2024 mm-hmm. is liking and sharing of something that you say you're passionate about. And I'm going to go back to my fresh mama's ex- experience example. Yeah. Um, Cause that did really well. Why did I take the time to, to I, I got, when I got in my car to leave, I took a picture of the front of the building. Cause I was like, I'm going to post about this. Yeah. And then when I got home, I made a post and posted it. I took the time to do that because I wanted people to know about the place because a lot of people didn't know it was back up and running. There's, you know, there's like, I think there's schools of, there's like blimpy people and then there's like subway people and then there's like, you know, Jimmy John's people. I mean, I I like all of those, but anyway, um, but I know there were some blimpy people because I used to, when there was one on Baytree by, um, by the near the college area, I, I ate there about five days a week. This is also when I was working out all the time, and oh, la, la, la. I had a very <laughs> yeah, strict yeah. routine. Um, and I could call Blimpy, and I would know who answered the phone by their voice. 
Yeah. I, this is how well I knew. And it was a bunch of guys. It was a bunch of Kappa Sigs from VSU. And I'd be like, hey, oh, hey, this is John. Hey, John, it's Shannon. Can you get my salad ready? He'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll have it. Because there'd be a line. And so I would just call and have it ready. So anyway, I don't know why I got on that tangent. Because um, you're very passionate about I it. But I wanted people to know because there were – and when I said I ate there all the time, I saw the same people there all the time. Yeah. And I thought, you know, some people might not know that it's blimpy food. Actually, it's better. It's they got other things too. But point being, I made I'm, – I wanted to share it because I wanted people to know. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's the that whole story. point. <laughs> but that's the whole point of yeah. what is the most simple invitation I can give. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about this. Mm-hmm. I want my other people to know. My other people to know. Yeah. Yeah. I and you don't even have to go, hey John. Right. I want you to know. Yeah. Just share it. Yeah. The, yeah. Like you know why I, I and this is I, I need to find a way to word this better, but I think I didn't purposely go, I'm not going to mention that liking and sharing, but there's a part of me going, but I don't want that to be the only thing people do and no. think that they are. Well, because the stigma is, yeah. if if we get everyone to like and share, then it makes us look good and I get to puff up my chest. Right. But, I, yeah. Well, but, I was thinking more of the person doing the liking and sharing to go, did my evangelism today Well, because well, I hit the button. And see, I'm thinking of a marketer standpoint is trying to get yes. people to like and share and yes. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think of that way when people ask me to like and share, I'm like, I'm never doing that uh-huh. because you asked for it. But it, it of a face-to-face invitation, no matter what it is, it's always the most well-received mm-hmm. because it is the most personal. That's right. That's um, right. And me and you talk about that all the time when we talk about people for serve teams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, invi- like yes, I can stand up and make an announcement. We need I, more greeters I can or make whatever. It, I can make a slide. I can put it in right. an email. It's not going to get you anybody. And it's, they're flabbergasted the, It's a that. shotgun approach. Yeah. yeah. And this is, this is a shotgun approach as well. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Right. And so it, it's and it's so easy and it takes so little time out of your day mm-hmm. that it is a good foundational step for you to there get you to go. the point. That's the wording. Where yeah. you can go, hey John. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the way to say well, that. Let's yeah. let's talk about yeah. going to church. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But because you because you've taken down that wall of your social media, mm-hmm. you're now closer to taking down that wall of your actual person. Yeah, that's for sure. Here's a statement. We who have been changed by the gospel should become instruments of change for the gospel. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Do you have a mic drop? I don't know if that's a thing. No, I don't do mic drops. <laughs> You're right. No, you don't. No no uh, media pastor worth their salt does a mic drop. No. We who have been changed have by the ch- gospel should become instruments of change for the gospel. Yeah. Um. So in case I didn't make this clear evangelism and invitation are inseparable they are in many cases one and the same i thought they were i mean in in regards to our conversation yes but i do think for some it's like no evangelism is when you present the gospel but i also know that before jesus even presented the gospel he said come and see yeah I mean, and they went I would I would say invitation is step one of yes. Evangelism. It's it's they are like I said inseparable, yeah. Yeah. inseparable. Um, all of Jesus's evangelistic efforts were based on invitation. So come and see, 
Um, follow me. Come fishing. Deny yourself. Receive the Spirit. These are all invitations that he has offered to, to he offered two people face-to-face, as you were saying, that we now see and we read in Scripture, but we're called to do the same. We who have been changed by the gospel should become instruments of change for the gospel. And so that is the season we're in as the porch. This is what we're going to be talking about um, this week, specifically about come and see and looking at how that, uh, looking at the text in, in uh, John. Um, and and hopefully my, my prayer is inspiring people to, um, see that their part to play in all of this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else we want to touch on? I already mentioned stuff's coming up, but yeah. Well, if you haven't already uh, signed up for the Father Daughter Dance, please do. Um, yep. It's twenty five dollars per couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not individually, and then each additional add on daughter is only ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And then we have some other cool add ons like a shirt and a photo package mm-hmm. from the very talented Wessel. That's right. So um, you can purchase your tickets online. Yeah. So when the night of the dance comes, how do entry? They'll just go into a check-in station real quick. We'll mark you off, and then you're good to go. Uh, Awesome. That's wonderful. So uh, everything's digital in that way. Yep. And um, you can uh, do that at any time. Just go to the QR code or go... um, Link. Yep. The link in our bio and Instagram Mm -hmm. and the link attached to each post on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. What about website if people go that route? Is there uh, a connection there? Sign up. Okay. There you go. Yep. So and, it's and, coming. And I'm doing work on the website, so I didn't want to yes. have it. It's oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 You've got, well, you're doing a, you should just have a under construction for the next like four years. Yeah. <laughs> it was some really old, like pixelated um, image or something like that. Um, all right. Well, thanks. It's great to be back together, Josh. I've missed this time. I'm glad Me that we're too. back at it. Uh, we're in a new year. Uh, when do we reset our season? Are we in season four? four. Yeah. So th- this so is season this is four. Season four. All right. I didn't know when, if you said well, it. Well, because we started. we we started like the second week of January yeah. in twenty twenty. There you go. No, twenty twenty one. If this is season four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, season four. Here we go, kicking it off. Um, hey, porch community. Thanks for spending time with us today. And here's the thing. I look forward to seeing you Sunday. And we look forward to talking to you again right here on the 167. Have a great week. See you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage you to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.